This is Chicago's Home for Sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Broadcasting live from the old National Bank State Street Studio. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. It's Carmen and Yurik. We're off and running. The rains have uh, moved in, but that's not going to damper our spirit. It's going to be beautiful for Bears and Dolphins on Sunday. I believe you're correct. It will be, but it'll be windy. Well, I, windy. I heard Tracy Butler saying some earlier. Wind. You're right. She said 15 to 20 for the game. It could affect a little, you know, kicking, yeah. the kicking game. Sure, could affect the passing game sometimes a too. Bit, but know. it's got to get up there. Yeah, to affect the passing game. Like the wind's going to be out of the 40s. south wind. It's got to be up there. Like the gusts have to be up there. Right. The wind you'll experience tomorrow will be the stuff that would affect passing game. Mm. Uh, the one time uh, Jacksonville played out in Denver's year, I was her. It was '97. The, the 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 wind was affecting the ball flight. It could affect yeah. Ohio State Northwestern. Oh, that it will. That it, it will. Instead 100% of like fifty one sure. to three, it might be like yeah forty eight to forty eight to nothing. I don't yeah. forty eight to two. <laughs> forty eight to two could be a safety in that uh, one. I haven't seen many Buckeye fans, but I'll tell you what I've seen a lot of, and I don't know if you guys have noticed. You notice the fan group that has invaded the loop on this fine Friday morning. Clemson. Clemson. Clemson is in town. Everywhere, folks. Clemson is in town. As Clemson goes to play in South Bend tomorrow night under the lights at Notre Dame. The Clemson fans are everywhere. Everywhere. This morning. I haven't seen any Buckeye fans. I'm sure they're here. They live here or they're coming here. It's not a sexy game, but they get to come to Chicago if they're not from here for a weekend. You know. Traveling for a game always fascinates me, like the packing aspect of it. The packing because, aspect, okay. Yeah, because, like, okay, today's Friday. So, they're decked out in Clemson gear. Right. They're going to be wearing Clemson gear tomorrow. And then I'm assuming they also have Clemson gear for Sunday yes. for the trip home. So this was my exact, not dilemma, but to what you're speaking of, Abdallah, was my was going through my mind last Thursday when I packed for Dallas. Yeah. I obviously needed something Bears for Friday, the live remote, so I put my JD sweatshirt in my suitcase. Then I needed, in my mind, like something Bears for Saturday. So I put another nice Bears sweatshirt yeah. in my suitcase. So you had a pullover. Mm-hmm. I did. Well, I because I took one sweatshirt out of the rotation. You know why? why? It was too many big sweatshirts in the, in the, in bag. the suitcase. Yeah. So I took that out and I put the sweatshirt, the Bears sweatshirt that I liked the most that I was going to wear to the game on Sunday into the bag. And so to represent the Bears on Saturday, while I wasn't wearing a Bears pullover, I wore my Bears hat while we paraded around downtown Arlington and had barbecue and watched college football and drank uh, boat drinks, if you will, from a tiki yep. bar. Yep. I had a Bears hat on. So, But Adam's right. You have to, especially when you start getting into the colder weather months, and the weather's still nice here, but you'd say this is hooded sweatshirt weather. In Dallas last week, it was pretty nice, but hooded sweatshirt For weather. people from Clemson, it is, yeah. Well, for sure, for them. Dude, you should have seen last Saturday in Dallas. You can forget. I mean, I was walking around in a, just like a light pullover in shorts. We stopped. There was a police officer directing traffic at the Texas Live thing, and it was like misting a little, and it was probably 55 degrees. He was bundled up from head yeah. to toe. He looked at me, and I could see he was like <laughs> eyeing me up. He yeah. was like, he must be from out of town. Yeah. He's like, this guy's walking around in a... Light little pullover, and this guy had a a hat and a jacket, and I'm like, dude, it's 55. It's not not that cold out. So then the question is, do you bring two things for whether it's Sunday 
for the Clemson fans are Monday for the Bears fans that left on Monday. One, for if they win, you can uh. still rock the gear and you're like, hey, guess what? We won. Take that, Notre Dame. How about that? Or mm. you bring something that's just neutral, so you just look like a tourist. You're like, all right, time to go home. We didn't, nothing happened here. My guess is they're still going to be rocking their Clemson gear, win or lose. You know, they'll be leaving Sunday one way or another. I think they're going to have Clemson gear on. That, but it is, you know, you got to take this into consideration when you travel to see your team play somewhere. Like, what are you bringing? How are you going to represent? Yurko had Bears gear last week. I had a Bears gear. You were yeah. fully prepared. I had a shirt, my golf shirt. Yeah, you had your Bears golf shirt on. Yep. You got the best day in Dallas. It was beautiful on I'm Sunday. I'm not shocked. Beautiful. I, I usually bring the great weather, weather with me. Yeah, you most certainly what I do. Yurko's going to give you the keys to the game a little bit later today as the Bears are back at it in Week 9 with uh, what I think has the potential to be a pretty fun and interesting matchup against the Dolphins. Um, I'll just go ahead and say it. It's you know you, I, want, I encourage everyone to listen to the Odds Couple podcast, which is ready and available for you, as Mike and I broke down a lot of the big games from the weekend. And we got horses for tomorrow from Jim Miller at the Breeders' Cup. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, during the best play segment, I did give out Bears over as one of the best plays. Um, the weather is supposed to be pretty nice. Nothing inclement that's going to affect the Dolphins. Not going to be a cold weather game. They're calling for sun. Yurko was telling you that uh, there is going to be some wind, but probably not enough to affect the offense is too much. I'm not sure how the Bears are going to stop the Dolphins. I suddenly, and I hope it's not false hope, I suddenly have a fair amount of hope in the Bears' ability to move the ball a little bit and score points. I really do. I don't know that they're going to go for 200 again. I mean, they've done it three straight. That's rare. They haven't pulled off that feat since Gail Sayers was carrying the rock. They haven't done that since the 1960s, folks. 1968 to be exact. I don't know if they'll do it again, but I have confidence in their running game. Justin Fields and the offense are getting better. And suddenly they rank in the last, and it's a very small sample, I get it, but in the last two weeks, Yurko, they rank in the top 10 in EPA per play in the NFL on offense. So I have some faith that the Bears will be able to move the ball and score some points, and I like over 45 and a half. So what are you hoping for defensively? I'm hoping that Miami finds a way to stop itself sometimes because the Bears' defense is going to need a little help. It's going to need a little help from the Miami ineptitude. That's all you can hope for, a drop pass. One of those balls that goes up is a 50-50 ball that accidentally ends up in the Chicago Bears' hands. Right. You know, there, there's a multitude of ways you can kind of luck into something defensively because the team that's coming into town may not just be as comfortable as they usually are. And like you had said, Carm, it's easier to go from hot to cold, but yeah. it's not going to be cold on Sunday. It's going to be cold. It's going to be comfortable. Yeah, they'll be comfortable. It's going to be comfortable. Maybe the wind, maybe the sunshine, maybe whatever is going to bother them. I don't know. But let's hope them making mistakes stops them from being as effective as they can. And if the defense can build a little confidence, get off the field, maybe they can build on whatever the hell's going on because they are going to face some players. When when Tua has started, Yerk, um, and finished, they haven't lost, right? I think the, the game he got knocked out of was the Cincinnati game. Yes. And he obviously started that game, but he could not finish. And... Miami lost that game. At the other games in which Tua started, they've won. So when Tua started and played and finished, the Dolphins have won. You could know? be one of my keys, Carm. Oh, I, I don't want to scoop the keys. Yeah. Find a way to roughhouse them and knock them out of the game. Roughhousing, yes. Accidentally crossed the line no, early. Listen, come on, you don't want to hurt anybody. I didn't say hurt him intentionally, Carm. I said accidentally. Accidentally hurt him, yeah. 
Two is like one hit away, you know? It's, it's not going to be good. Well, Always. there's a lot of guys. That's this league. For I the get rest it. of his career, though. No, 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 no. But because of the melon, yeah. because of his head, because of his concussions, scary. he is more susceptible than a lot of people are out there that have never had a concussion, didn't suffer from one. Very scary. Yeah, for him. Very scary for him. Yes, for yeah, Tua. That's what I mean. I, right, that's it's very I mean. scary for yeah, him. For yeah. guys that have had a recurrence of them, you know, especially as bad as it was. And like, his head just kind of whipped into the ground. Sometimes um, you need, remember? I mean, that's how it happened. That, the, the one against yeah, Cincinnati, well, right. he, he got whipped the into yes, the ground. That's correct. You are correct. You got to learn how to fall sometimes. How do you do that, though, when a guy, a big, beefy D lineman is pulling you, you down? You still got to learn how to fall. What if you can't brace yourself? Well, all, listen, like, if the guy's up on top of you and he's got your shoulders pinned and he's driving you into the ground, is a little bit different than what happened to him. Okay. Okay? So let's be very specific to what happened to him. He got whipped around and he allowed that head to go flopping around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like a Charles Martin kind of picking right. up Jimmy Mack and dumping him where you got no right. prayer. You right, know? right, right. So, I mean, that's what he's got to learn. He's got to figure it out. He's got to make himself less susceptible to that type of play. Two has been better than I anticipated. I got to be honest. I think both quarterbacks have been better. Jalen Hurts yes. has been better, and I think two has been better. Jalen's been impressive. Yeah. Like, flat out There impressive. was a graphic yesterday during the game, uh, the Thursday night football game, that his completion percentage has gone up. Two to three points every single year that he's been. Birds. Yeah, since yeah. college. Like every single oh, year wow, he really? continues so he keeps to get getting better. He keeps getting better every single year. Hey, good for him. The word out of Philly over the summer was that the kid pretty much dedicated himself to like being there and being a better passer so that they didn't have to rely so heavily yeah. on some of the creative things they did. They won willing games to and they sacrifice, made the playoffs, but like he. Willing to sacrifice and punish himself by staying in Philadelphia. That's a good thing. Willing to, <laughs> yeah, punish himself by staying in Philadelphia. You don't think he'd rather be down in Miami? Or, yeah, I don't know, wherever. Uh, down on Calle Ocho? I'm sure he would be. Okay. Better than Philly. Oh, Better than Broad Street. Are you Street. kidding me? Philly in the summer? Him and Tua, you know, partying, having a good time. A dollar. I mean, Bama's rocking the quarterbacks these days, you know? You got to feel good about QBU. that. QBU. QBU all Q- Listen, I'm rooting for... Hey, I, I, finally more guys in Eastern Illinois. Congratulations, always, guys. I, <laughs> It took long enough. Took long I always enough. said that Jalen would be better than Tua. I think like Jalen is with, still better than he Tua. He still is isn't he? better than Tua. I think yeah. he is. And I'm rooting for the Eagles because of him and because of my bet. But also well, because yeah. like we have bets on like the he's just such a good and like you can hear like the Saban in him when he talks about the team and like always wanting to get better. Like you can just hear it in his voice and now like the team is adopting his mentality now with the Eagles oh, and yeah. like it's just I'm telling you the Eagles are going to be dangerous they, they, it, was a, it was a rough first half yesterday but they eventually pulled away they they didn't cover but they did pull away and win comfortably and the Houston Texans are you know we missed on a few teams the, the teams we kept saying were going to be in the running for the worst in the NFL we should, we gave a few teams out we said Atlanta not so much although some of that's a byproduct of just I think the division in which they play right now um, but I'll give Atlanta credit. They've been better at Feister than I thought. They've been more efficient offensively. I, I don't know if it's smoke and mirrors. Maybe that's too disrespectful. But I'm not quite sure how with the talent that they have and the talent that they've lost, how they keep being efficient offensively. But they've done it to their credit. Maybe that's some good coaching. Atlanta's won. Um, Seattle, again, better. maybe a product of... Yeah, but better. But better. I mean, better than anybody could have anticipated. I mean, you they're going like, to they're gonna get to their over-win oh, expectancy. Like, maybe this week. Yes. Like, York, they, they could have, right? Because isn't it... Well, how many do they have? They have they have five wins. So I guess by next... Because I think six... What was their total? Was it six? Six, six and a half. Yeah, something like maybe that. maybe six, six and a half. Um, Seattle is better. Again, the division has helped. And I don't know... Nobody could have predicted that Geno was going to do this. And when I say nobody, I don't think the Seahawks... Weren't they talking about Drew Locke being the starter potentially as the season drew near? I 
Yes. Seem to remember they were talking. I mean, like, I don't even think they anticipated this. More Clemson gear, by the way, um, out in front of the yep. State Street yep. studio. Yep. I, yep. I don't think uh, Pete Carroll could have imagined this, that, that the number three quarterback rating in the league would belong to Geno Smith. That the player with the best completion percentage over expectation in the NFL by a wide margin is Geno Smith. Nobody could have anticipated that. So we were wrong on Seattle. We were wrong on Atlanta. We were, I think, dead on balls accurate on the Texans. The Texans are a bad football team. And they continue to go down. Yeah, and so while the Eagles didn't cover, they still had what was a relatively easy win, and the Eagles now moved to 8-0. The Eagles have the 32nd adjusted strength of schedule in the NFL. That means they have played the easiest strength of schedule to this point, and they project to play, I think from here on out, like the 27th easiest strength of schedule. The Philadelphia Eagles, barring catastrophe in terms of injury, Yerk, are going to probably like cakewalk it to twelve wins, don't you think? Maybe thirteen. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, like, listen, if they go four and five, they're going to be at twelve. I mean, like this is going to be a cakewalk. Yeah. For and I, yeah, I have an over ticket. And Dal and I were both pretty bully, bullish on. Uh, can you be bullish on Eagles? Yes, you can. We were bullish on the Eagles in I the preseason, and I said that a lot over the summer. I have over wins. I have division. I have make the playoffs. Like an idiot, I never bet them to win the Super Bowl. I didn't think they'd beat eight. Eight, no. I, you know, I, I don't. I'm certainly not saying they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl either. But they're better than I even anticipated. I never bet them to win a Super Bowl. I think Abdallah does have one of those. But I have three Eagles wagers that I feel. I mean, two of the three I almost feel are. They say never count your money while you're sitting at the table, right? But that's right. Geez, they do. I mean, I feel like they're pretty much. Locked in, especially when you look at the schedule that they have left. Guys, do we know the numbers can you, from last night? You guys asked a good question. Like, what was going to be better in Philly? What was going to be better nationally, baseball or football? I'd like to see if we can dig up some of those numbers. The, the baseball game was compelling and competitive. And I got home to see most of the eighth and then the ninth inning uh, after Bourbon and Bacon and, last and night. And the baseball game went on longer than it did. the football it was game. no question. Yeah. Absolutely. So I wonder what those look like um, in terms of ratings from last night. Uh, the football game wasn't a particularly sexy one, and it was still a pivotal game five in the World Series with two huge markets. you got to remember, Philly and Houston are top ten media markets in the country, too. 312-332-3776 if you want to ring us up. Anything you want to talk about going into the weekend, questions about the Bears, this particular matchup, all the moves they made this week, what that defense might look like. No more Robert Quinn. We knew that going into last week. No more Roquan Smith. Baseball, uh, all kinds of fun stuff, plus Yurko's Keys. We're coming right back on ESPN 1000. It's Carmen and Yurko. Sports talk while you're on the clock. Do I exaggerate? This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Week 9 already in the NFL. AFC opponent in Soldier this weekend. Bears and Dolphins. Where do you stand on the Dolphin logo, Yurko? It's a team you played for your rookie year. You were on the practice squad. Where do you stand on the Dolphin logo? I never knew the logo was an issue. No, I'm asking. It's not an issue. I mean, I... I, I don't mean like that the I mean, is mad about it. Is somebody trying to, to cancel it? Yeah, what the hell's going it's on? Offensive to Marine I think the logo's fine. <laughs> I like I mean, the logo. That's what I thought you, you were... For like a second, I was like, wait a minute. No, what's wrong with the Dolphin? I'm asking, yeah. what, I'm asking like in... 
terms of like in the, the great pantheon, logos, in the pantheon yes. of great like, logos. Like I really oh. like the dolphin logo. I've always thought it was a very cool logo. I'll give I, you this, Carm. the The original one was fantastic. This new one, the sleek, it's like minimalist yeah. style, I'm not a fan of. But uh, the old school one was great. Right, the okay. old dolphin, the the mid '80s dolphins, the Kellen Winslow. No, it wasn't Kellen Winslow. The uh, the the Killer Bees. Yeah. The Blackwood Brothers, yeah. Bo Camper, that that defense there with that dolphin helmet, that's the one I love. That's the one I played with when I was there in 1990. And I like that one. That logo is yeah. the absolute fantastic no, no, logo. Yeah. I like it. But as far as, like, <laughs> logos, yeah, I always thought the old Patriot was a fantastic I, logo. I also liked it. The Chargers helmet, you know, with, yes. the, with the lightning bolts, I thought that was fantastic. The old Rams. Classic. The iconic Rams one with the Ram horns coming out. Yep. When there were the different blue and gold, I think they've gone back to that blue and gold. Uh, when they were in the St. Louis Rams for a while, they were like a navy blue, which mm-hmm. I don't think serves them well. I like the old Ram helmet. I'm with you on that. Uh, the G on the Packer and the C, uh, it's, it's simplistic, but fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the, the one stamp, the way steel gets stamped for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's great. I, it's, yeah. a, it's a great yeah. one. I mean, so, I mean, I've named probably about eight of them now that I think yeah. are great. And the Bear Sea is all is awesome. Yeah. I love it. But I, I and I'm with Chris, and I think I we all kind of agree. It's that old like late '80s, early '90s, yeah. that mid '80s, '90s, the where the Dolphins more like this with the Miami helmet on. Like I always, and when they'd wear the white, I always loved that uniform, that look, and that and the uh, Buccaneers. Yes, the old Buccaneers the old Buccaneer. helmet with the the blade in, in between his teeth. Yeah, that was the best Buccaneer logo. When they go back to that jersey, the cream school look, mm-hmm. I like that. That's that's fantastic. The new Bengals is better than the writing of the Bengals on the side. Mm-hmm. I remember when they changed that up. I think the Philadelphia Eagle with the wings. Yeah, that's good. The Vikings with their own horns. Yeah. I like that. You like that. I, I like that. that. I, I mean, it it it, it looks it looks great. Vikings. What yeah. a stupid name for a football team. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and, and insult the whole I'm kidding. Scandinavian uh, countries up there. My I just don't heavens, like the Vikings. Magnus von Magnuson is going to be a little upset at you. Who's the, who's the chess player, Yerk? Who's the one? The uh, chess player from fam- Sweden? Yeah. Who's the famous Boris chess player? Boris Spassky. No, 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 no. Right now. The guy now. Magnus Carlsen. Okay. Right? Isn't yeah. that his name? It could be. I think that's his. Isn't yeah. he like the, 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 the best chess player? Well, he can be. I don't know. I don't yeah, respect him You were telling me about that anymore. chess scandal. I was reading about it. There's a little cheating fascinated. going on. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Where's he hiding that apparatus? I was fascinated by it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it, it disappeared. Uh, Better wash that piece. And then last night, the Phillies were wearing their throwbacks. And I got to say, yeah. I love those old Philly baby blues, too, yeah. like the red. And the, those oh, yeah. are really cool. Mike well, Schmidt era, Pete yeah, Rose era. That's what yeah. it reminds me of. It was when I was a kid. It was Mike Schmidt and Pete Rose. You're right. It's a little Steve Carlton, all that from when I was Rick young. Roden. Yeah, from when I was a kid. It was some good stuff. Uh, Abdallah, what did the ratings look like last night? So we just have the local ones for Thursday Night Football, obviously. But So this is the local ratings for Philly. Uh, World Series Game 5 got a 25.9 rating, a 50 share, which was almost triple what the Thursday Night Football game did. Uh, they did a 16 share with an 8.7 rating. And then in Houston, uh, they did a 25.5 rating with a 55 share. And three people watched the Thursday three Night people. Football game. That's it was it. a 1.5 rating with a 3 yeah. share. So that was not. So, I mean, come on. We had to predict. And I think we did. Well, Even those are local markets. No, 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 no. I know. Yeah. I, we, don't have, well, we don't get the Amazon numbers for like right. a week. That's I know, an I area reflection. I, I'm saying in the local markets, I think we correctly predicted 
as big as the NFL is, and the NFL is king, when your team's in a World Series, I mean, especially in a town like Philly, I think we all predicted that in Philly that that game was going to do a big number, but, that baseball was going to win. I'm not saying nationally right. it's going to win. That's I'm right. sure football's going to win nationally. The question was what the national numbers were going to yeah, be. Yeah, I'm sure football's going to win. you get the local numbers, those are easily attainable. Yeah. So you got them. What, do we have a national number on baseball? I know it's harder for how football. How many people in Los Angeles think give a rat's well, patootie but, about what's going on with people, baseball? How many people are watching football in Los Angeles? Really? Yeah, really. Well, I mean, overall, they've got two teams. They don't nobody's deserve watching them. that. They don't deserve their teams. They don't. The it was a they close game at halftime. I mean, but nobody, but nobody in LA. They don't. You know. All right, debate Chicago. How many people in Chicago are watching I'm gonna say, I'm over s- football? I'm going to say the football how many game ever, did better in how, Chicago. Yeah, how many ever gamblers that you have I'll, in the world? How many ever gamblers that you have in the world in the city of Chicago were watching the football game? I'll predict. Although you do have the Schwarber element in Philly, does that mean anything or no? No, Chris says no. All right, I'll predict football won here. I mean, really? Well, Schwarber was a pretty popular player here. Okay. I'll predict football won. How do we find those numbers, Adam? Who do we have to... I'm looking. Who do we, we have to call no, for those? No, we got to wait. You got to oh, wait for Amazon you have to Prime. You got to wait for Amazon, but I can to, try to, to find the... To doctor the numbers. Uh, you got to wait forever. for Amazon Prime to doctor, <laughs> to doctor the numbers. the numbers. The, the Yurko might be right. You know, I never... I, early in the week, I forgot to mention this. and just you, you made me think of it with L.A. Like, Yurko just said it. They don't deserve two football teams. If you're the Rams or the Chargers, it really has to suck. I mean, did you see that crowd last week at SoFi for the Rams playing at home against San Francisco? That entire stadium was filled with 49ers fans. And I get it. It might be a little bit more lopsided in that scenario because they can drive down the coast. or it's I'm sure it can't be more than a 45-minute flight, can it? Maybe an hour flight? That's about right. From San Fran to L.A. If they want, they can make the drive. I mean, I get it. But Bears last year... Cowboys earlier this year. They they are such an in a, in a sense they are such a big underdog. Both of those teams constantly when they play at home, it kind of has to suck for those players. And you know you played in Green Bay, York, so it was never, uh, an, it was issue never an issue. There. Even in Jayville, I think you guys were warmly welcomed when you came into the league. Well, they, and they because were it was early, because right. it was early. Yes, they liked us over you, there. You know, like uh, you you weren't ever used to that. I just can't imagine what it must be like for those players. And and I'm not using it as any type of excuse either for the Rams the, losing the game in the second half the way they did last week. But it just has to be very deflating, I would think. They, they never have a home field advantage, ever. Especially when they play any team with a big fan base or any historical team that's got a fan base that travels or is spread out around the country. They're just never going to have a home field advantage. And that's just too bad. And that's the decision making their team owner did. That's what he wanted to do. He went back after, what, 30 years, 20-some-odd years of being in L.A.? Yeah, Yeah, 20 years. And I want the market. I want the stadium. I want this. I want that. Stan Kroenke said he doesn't give a patootie. For him, the players are interchangeable parts. Are they or are they not? They're sprockets. Sprockets. They're nuts and bolts to be replaced when they get worn down. For him, all he cares about is the L.A. Rams TM trademark. So he makes That's money off he of that, and he's happy to be in LA and doesn't care who's in his stadium. Exactly. You're probably and the, right. And the NFL's happy to have him there mm-hmm. because they can go to CBS, and they go to Fox, and they go to Amazon Prime, and they can go to everywhere and say, "Look, yep, it's the market we have, boys. Whether you like it or not, we're there." 
Yeah, you're probably right. It's they unfortunate had nobody for those there. players, but yeah, they had from a business there. standpoint, the league doesn't care. Yeah. The league's happy, and Stan Kroenke's probably happy. All the right, uh, World Series did 11 million viewers, a 2.4 rating Where? with an 18 he, share. Here? This is nationally. Oh, nationally. World uh, Series it, in 11 million. Yeah, it beat Young Sheldon, which only had 6.68 million beat viewers. Young Sheldon. It beat Ghosts, which had 6 million viewers. Uh, it beat Law, Law & Order SVU and Grey's Anatomy. And everything else, it won. It won the night. It didn't beat. It beat football. No, I don't no, know. He doesn't have know. the football. You know, no. He's just giving you the Amazon, national. Amazon, but here, Amazon. here's how you could do okay. it, right? What have okay. the Amazon games been pulling on Thursday nights? Hasn't it been million? around 11, 12 yeah, million? I think it has been. Yeah. So you're gonna, they're going to be neck and neck. Yeah, they've so it's been be... very secretive about it. Right. Yeah. But but we've from what we've gathered, it's like. Low teens. Yeah, no, I think you're right. For the Thursday I think they've games. been right around mm-hmm. 12 million. And so I think they tried to guarantee him 13 million. I don't know if that's ever happened. But so that Young Sheldon number, don't sleep on it. 6.68 million. See, that's a pretty big number for like Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. There's 6.68 morons out there. Can you believe that are watching Young Sheldon? Young Sheldon. Sheldon. I mean, young Sheldon. Old Sheldon wasn't funny. How could Young Sheldon be funny? We're crying out loud. Well, you didn't like it. What was the name of the show Sheldon was on? Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. You didn't like that? Not really. I like Kaylee Cuoco just because. I mean, all the nerds came back, you know? It was cool to be a nerd. I don't, I, I don't mind that, but I just, I don't know. I didn't care for that show that much. It was a show for the shut-ins. For the people that were afraid <laughs> to go out and socialize. Yeah, right. They had they... No wonder it was popular. Like, like could you imagine living in a... Sheldon is doing 6.8 million Could viewers. you imagine having, like, a group of friends there, like, hanging out, discussing the comedies that CBS puts out? No. Could you imagine having friends who are, like, quoting shows from CBS, like, Everyone Loves Raymond? No. Big Bang Theory? Are there... Groups of friends. There has to be, right? There's if that many people are watching, there have people. to be people getting together at bars being like, wow, you can you believe what Sheldon? took place on Ghost yesterday? Can you believe I don't even that? Know what ghost is. Well, you, they're ghosts. They, they, they purchase a house that has ghosts, ghosts and they live there. It's yeah. hilarious. Network television is just Six awful. million people watch that crap. Yeah, awful. right. Like, could you imagine having friends that think that that stuff's funny? No. Is, okay, if I had to give, I, I don't even know what this is. What, there's a show on at 8 o'clock Central. I don't even know what's... It's on CBS. It's called So Help Me Todd. If you had to guess what the show So Help Me Todd <laughs> So Todd, about. Todd is a garbage man, and people have big items that they need help with. And when Todd good, comes through the alley, gonna, they, they, he needs to assist I, with them getting it into his dumpster. I'm going to say Todd is a uh, marriage counselor, and it's about his life as a counselor and his home life at the same time. Yurko? So help me, Todd. What's the, what do you think? So help me, Todd is about. So so help me, Todd. I, I love Chris's idea. <laughs> so help me, Todd is uh, about a funeral director. You're all wrong. Who is having all... relationships with the dead bodies? Oh, oh no. Yurko, this is a network show. You're all wrong. Have necrophilia. That's what, that's what Ghost is about. On network TV. <laughs> so help me, Todd. Thursdays at eight o'clock Central on CBS is a drama. It's about successful lawyer Margaret Wright hires her aimless son, Todd, as her firm's in-house investigator. Solving crimes is easier than working together. So help me, Todd. This sounds like the this sounds like (laughs) the the TV show that they put on in the movie that the Fairley brothers did where Matt Damon and Greg Kinnear were stuck together. Well, stuck on you. Stuck on you. That's what that sounds like. Yeah. It sounds like they took the idea that the Fairley Brothers had for Stuck on You and said, we're going to make a TV show out of it now. Like crime scene, scene of the crime? 
That's amazing. We so should help we should Todd. play that game from time to time. Um, Abdallah reads us a network television show, and we have to guess the plot and what is happening in said show. The CBS promos that run during football games are hilarious because the shows just are. It's just unbelievable that they exist. It's incredible. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Ring us up. You're going. I have something to debate about last night's baseball game. We'll do that coming up next. Stream ESPN 1000 anytime through the ESPN Chicago app. You're listening to, 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 to Carmen and Yurko. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Carmen and Yurko. Cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up at uh, 2 o'clock today. They are out and about with Miller Lite for a football Friday. They are at Shoeless Joe's in Addison. So go by and hang with the guys and grab an ice cold Miller Lite. Kick off the weekend in style. we got some good football to talk about. Yurko's keys to Bears Dolphins during the 1 o'clock hour. Mike North's bonus play coming up in about an hour and 10 minutes. He's been hot lately the last couple weeks. We gave out uh, between me, Mike, and Merck. You've got nine picks to choose from. Pick and choose. Maybe help you with your calculus as you handicap games, but listen to the latest podcast, which is up and ready on the ESPN Chicago app. You can download the latest Odds Couple podcast and uh, catch up on everything. We discussed some of our best bets. And yes, Jim Miller gave plays for the Breeders' Cup. And I, you're, I mean, do you want to give a play or two for today? This is your uh, uh, Not yet. Not yet. I haven't analyzed. I've got no. a call out to somebody down south. All right. Uh, I'm trying to get a little more uh, in-depth in-depth uh, knowledge okay. on some of the horses that are running. You know, these horses are two years old. Yeah, they're very young. We've seen them run. They've made some have run three, four, you know, three times. Other ones once, twice. Yeah, kind of hard to make a judgment on some. But of these all horses. good horses and horses from all over. Oh, the world, they're right? horses from tremendous stock yes, and yes. breeding, Carm. I want to play a couple of highlights. <laughs> I see the sires and the dams on these things. A couple of highlights. Uh, last night things got interesting. I was glad to get home in time to uh, watch the end of the baseball game. The football game had already been put to bed. Um, this was the eighth inning with a threat brewing for the Phillies in a one-run game. Kyle Schwarber, boy, he had already hit a home run earlier in the game. That's now, what, 14 career postseason home runs for Kyle Schwarber? 14. This was Kyle Schwarber in the eighth inning. Go on two. To the bench for Guriel and Trey Mancini keeps the Astros in front. Wow. I believe Guriel had to leave for what was uh, concussion-like symptoms oh. after getting kneed in the head. He was caught in a rundown. Right. And he caught an inadvertent knee to the back of the head as his helmet popped off. Gotcha. And so he came out of the game. Then Mancini made that play. And then there was this in the ninth inning. Fly ball right center field. McCormick on the move. He's at the track. He's at the wall. Makes the grab. Chaz McCormick, two guard in the ninth. Looked like Aaron Rowan out there banging into the wall, making an incredible catch off of the bat of JT Rilamuto going the other way into the gap in right center field. And that was, again, a one-run game, and he was the leadoff man. I mean, he would have been on second, three to potentially two. third. Yeah, three to two. That's the score was the time. And I said, wow, what a play. Yurko actually thought the first play in the eighth inning to Rob Schwarber on what was a hard-hit ball was even better. Yeah, there's a guy on base, too, at the time. There was a guy, there was a runner in scoring position, Yeah, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not mistaken. First and third would be correct. Yeah, yeah, it was first and third. How about that? First yeah. and third. It was. That's exactly right. He comes right. off the bag, doesn't go too off the bag. He's guarding the line on a dead pole hitter, right? Yes. And 
it was reaction play. I mean, that thing's coming. It's got the whip on it. It's got top spin on it. And he sits there and he just says, stop, boom, throws the leather down and found a way to make the play to really save, you know, save the inning. That saved the inning. It did. That thing was destined to go a long way to the wall, scored two runs and put him down. To me, that was a great play. The outfield play looked like his little Jim Edmonds to me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It looked like, see, like he just Cadillaced it, then hit the accelerator a little bit just to time it out perfectly, knowing that the ball was well short of the wall. And then he gave it the old, ooh, la, la, look at me. I am now going to crash to the ground, and I will flop around, and they will cheer for me. I am shocked yeah. that you said that. Yeah, sorry. That play at first great. base. That play at first All base. Right. I mean, that wasn't a dead out, balls out. Hey, I'm going to take something really away from you. Man. I mean, he didn't have to jump 74 meters into the air. He didn't have to scale the wall. Come on. I think you're selling that one a little bit short. Might have even hit the ground. Do you know what the exit velocity was on the Kyle Schwarber ball? The Schwarber ball, 110. No, 110. Stop it. <laughs> there was only one ball hit over 110 all night. And uh, Schwarber's home run was actually 110, and Bryce Harper's double was 115. Schwarber hit that ball 98.7 miles per hour, which is considered hard hit. Anything over 95 is a hard hit ball, and that's well over 95. The expected batting average on that ball, Yurko, was 560. And yeah. Trey Mancini took it away. So Yeah, it was 440, though. 440 of, of an out. It All was right. 100% of an out. Real, Muto, Real, Real Muto's hit. Uh, not hit. The ball he put in play. The flyout. Ready? 102.4 miles per hour off the bat. Expecting batting average. Of 690. So, I think you're selling it a short a little bit. But it was a great catch. not selling it short at all. I mean, who are the idiots coming up with these numbers? What does that mean? Those are Who are the idiots coming up with these just numbers? Throwing them against the wall like they mean something. Well, the exit velocity is not, an, I mean, an idiot coming up with it. It's called yeah. a radar gun. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. The better player was the first baseman. He saved that game for him. And I congratulate the first right. baseman in a pinch coming in. Trey Mancini was finding a way to get it done. He's yeah. such a great story to begin with, coming back from cancer and everything else. I mean, it's just it is. It's a it's a pretty wonderful story. Sure. He got traded at the deadline this year and right. hadn't played much. I, I feel like recently, right? And you know, came in in a big moment, made a big. Well, you play. get called in a pinch. Yeah, right. It was pretty good. You get it called was. in. You got to perform. And, and a big boy save by Presley. You got to like that. Where they go old school. Sure. Hey, we need five from you. Sorry. And go ahead. He went, went, to the, went to the pen. Wayne Presley got, got it done. Wayne Presley. Dusty might get his this time. He might finally get it. Well, I, listen, Would that shut everybody I, up about are you, Dusty? Are you, are you glad you sold the ticket now? Yes. I'm you, glad you, you glad? sold it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, when the we, ticket got sold, it got sold. I went yeah. through, through the, 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 the uh, text chain saw because I didn't know. But oh. I went through the text chain found out that you guys sold it. I'm like, good. Oh, yeah. They yeah. won the first game. I didn't care. Oh, did you not know because you were gone last week I when we gone. officially sold it? Yeah. Oh, no, we sold it. You, no, I got you. You I got went, money coming I, I, went, I know. I went yeah. back through the text chain. I took a look at it. Then yeah. that's when I found out. I said, all right, I'm on the course. I don't look at my phone. I got you. You know, I'm playing golf. I'm playing golf. Oh, I'm not worried about what the hell's going on behind me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Danny's brought us champagne because we sold our oh, ticket. Oh, champagne. We sold our our Phillies ticket. What, whichever one you want, doesn't matter. Is this uh, is this real French champagne or is yeah, this oh real? Oh, champagne? this is, is Chateau this Perignon. Chateau Perignon. See, yeah, is this Vouv Clicquot. Oh, Vouv Clicquot. The bottom came out of this one, boys. Everybody's had a Keith Williams and Danny Zetterman. 
Morning, guys. On the you guys are on Twitch too. Wow, you guys actually brought a champagne. You guys coming down to for you guys coming down to make an announcement. Yeah, what are we toasting? No, what exactly are we doing? We, we, know, we made an we announcement, announcement Tuesday, but if you remember what that announcement was, it was great news. Now yeah. you know why we're celebrating. Yeah. Well, there's got to be something else we're celebrating. We're having no, champagne we had today. Good, we had a good year. We just wanted to say Beautiful. thank you and everything for you guys. Congratulations on your success. And Beautiful. Our success. success. And your extremely Our good success. luck. That's what we always yes. have to say. Can, can I tell a funny story about your dad? Oh, yes, please Bourbon and Bacon. Lure. The one I told yeah. you earlier? Sure. So I was talking to Mr. DeFalco yesterday at Bourbon yeah. and Bacon. Mm-hmm. And I love Karma's dad. He's the greatest. Great event. Says, Great I event. I think he was thank trying you. to compliment me, but it really hurt. He goes, Danny. I got to tell you, Carmen and Yurko's show has never sounded better. And I paused for a minute. I'm like, this I the produced father. those two for 12 years. <laughs> First of all, it's still a compliment. Uh, it is you, a compliment. You, no, you, can't, you can't help it that Blank and Abdallah are better as a producer. <laughs> but Danny, it's a compliment because, because it is. <laughs> the show's never sounded better. Oh, since I don't produce them I anymore? got Yurko's ogling girls on the street. Yeah, we got to bring you guys upstairs. The boss this is hitting them in the back. Well, this is dumb down here. There's distractions. Danny, uh, he's. Especially he's, during Lala. My, the old man's complimenting your, your leadership skills on the content sure, side. Right. Of the show. That is how you take it. You, you got promoted me. to the big chair. How impressed he's been. Right. You always never said big chair. Oh, like, what do you like, Abdallah? Well, who do, what, do I like, Abdallah? No, that's my, my old man. I think that's oh, what your dad right. likes. They like, he likes <laughs> Black and Abdallah. You know, they, the, the, the younger, the, 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 he speaks to him. It's me. It's, the, the, it reminds, like, I think of when I was young. Yeah, you and Sylvie. me and Sylvie. That's uh-huh. those two knuckleheads. Uh-huh. Doing the same fun, goofy stuff, having yeah. a good time, just yeah. loving life. Just that's not funny. Is. Just not funny. And thank you guys for, um, who's not funny. <laughs> I don't know if you meant us. Thank you for all the support last night, guys. Appreciate you guys being there. Uh, honestly, yeah, good work, fellas. And uh, it's great to have the station support and all the, you know, everything that you guys helped put behind it. And it was a great night again. It was great to be back at Benny's. I got to say, and we'll be back there next year. And Black and Abdallah are there tomorrow, and so are Peggy and Dion. So go right back to the scene and have some nine to one tomorrow, Carm. Yes, nine all nine right to on. one. Thanks, guys. Seriously, so we can drink on yeah. here. Cool, John Kashen. What do you think these bottles of whiskey are doing here, Carmen? Do you think they just disappear? They evaporate? Report We're out. the ones drinking those, by the way, just to have you know. Thanks, guys. Thanks, um, fellas. Congrats. Good right, year. Let's, let's grab some Good calls. Times. Let's grab some calls coming up. Uh, Yurko's going to give us his keys to the game. Peggy pinched it for you last week and did the keys, but the good kid is back. How did she do? She did great, but nobody does keys quite like Yurko. The Bears didn't win. They didn't. They didn't. They did some good things, though. They, they moved the ball a little bit. Did she have the defense playing as passively no, as it was? No. Last, I don't think anybody could have anticipated the defense being as yeah, bad as it was. That was bad. I'm, I'm looking for a rebound game. Part of the keys, Carmen, when it right. comes up, you know? I can't wait, buddy. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Great turnout last night for uh, the 8th Annual Bourbon and Bacon charity event over at Benny's. Appreciate the love from everyone, all the support, a lot of familiar faces. Great to be back at Benny's with everybody after a couple-year break because of COVID where we had to do uh, different types of fundraisers for bourbon and bacon. But uh, we'll be back again next year. Can't wait. It was good to be back together again. The turnout uh, from the station was much appreciated. Everybody was there and a lot of great listeners, familiar faces, people that come every year. We saw Danny from Schomburg and just a ton of other people. And 
Marilyn stopped by. Marilyn finally got in. She's been trying to get into bourbon and bacon for years, Yurko, or beef and bourbon, as I think she called it on social media. Close enough. We we get what she was going for. And uh, the bourbon, uh, the Adventures Society, um, uh, the Adventures Club Bourbon Society, which I'm a proud member, they turned out in full force. And uh, the chefs and all the distilleries, I mean, the food was just amazing yep. again. Top notch. Max Robbins, Todd Stein, Mark Newman, everybody, uh, Chris, uh, Chef Chris over at Swift and Sons. I mean, Bub City, um, Eric Rose and everybody with the Bub City team, just unbelievable. The food, like, I couldn't get enough, man. I had a lot of bacon last night, and I mean a lot. Yeah. Like I, you know, it's like so much. We wake up at three in the morning. I'm like, oh boy, I'm burping up. Yeah, you're feeling bacon it. and you're feeling other stuff. Yeah, how'd you like the ramen? Ooh, the ramen was stupid good. From ramen son, thanks to Chef Max and the lettuce folks, stupid good. I mean, uh, the bourbon bacon butter pecan ice cream from Buck Russell's and uh, the little sopas with the burb with the bacon that uh, Mark Newman made from Greenwood um, Kitchen to tap up in Highway. I mean, it was all like all of it was just. It's delicious. Spectacular. Talked to Todd Stein about his defeat to uh, Bobby Flay. <laughs> he's had two of them, I think. Yeah. Or the, maybe even the, three. The brick chicken. He's faced him like three times. And I said, I thought so you, close. I said your brick chicken was phenomenal. It looked I phenomenal. I love brick chicken. Who the hell's the judge? He said they wasn't crispy enough. And they do it blind, so, you know, they can't rig it in Bobby's favor. I think he's just that good of, like, yeah. a competitive chef. Yeah. You know, like he's a tough guy to beat. Yeah, Todd's come close and, a few times, and he's got his flavor profiles. Bobby Flay does. You know, Southwest. That's what he yeah, likes. Absolutely spicy yeah. and you yep. know, bold and Southwest. Max went up against Bobby too. Um, there was an episode. Oh yeah, Max did. Did in, he beat him? I'm trying to remember. Was it beat Bobby Flay or it was, was it? Be, old, it was beat Bobby. It was Flay, beat Bobby. Was it the Iron Chef? No, it was no, beat no, Bobby no, it was Flay. Beat Bobby Flay. I don't remember. Max, We're trying to figure out whether or not he won or not. I don't know if he did. Max, if you're listening, text me. Man, Max did know. go against Bobby. It was like, I remember watching the episode, and I didn't know it was coming, and it, like, stunned me. I'm watching it one night, and they're like, tonight's contestant is from Chicago, Chef Max Robbins. And I'm like, what? I, like, spring out of bed. I'm like, Max is on. It's about Bobby time. Flay? I that, know, right? Is that yeah, what exactly. it takes for you That's to spring out of bed? me excited. Who's facing Bobby Flay on the Food Network? Karen's like, uh, record all That's beat it. Bobby yes. Flay. Exactly. Like, I was finally, might finally come to life. excited in bed. I'm like, oh, my God, Max is... Go toe-to-toe with Bobby yeah. Flay. I get caught in that, like, during the winter. I love it, man. It's on, or Iron he, Chef. He beat Flay because he beat after he beat him, I I sent a message to him yeah. in all caps. Wait, you beat Bobby Flay? Awesome. What did blank, he blank, blank is what I said. Awesome. What did he go for? What, I'm what did trying he to remember. I don't remember it. I, I, I can't. I, for I'm some reading reason. about it right now. I think the, uh, the ingredient well, was uh, taro root. So, so that was the ingredient to be able to advance the face, Bobby. Yes. But then, what did he cook? What was like his dish? Don't, don't yeah. the challenger? Don't they get to pick? They the get dish? to pick what they're going to cook. Their specialty. Uh, oh, I, yeah, he made falafel. That's he right. He made falafel. He made there falafel. Yeah, and uh, tahini sauce, dude. My oh. guy. And, and, and Bobby couldn't handle that. I love it. Well, you because know, one of the uh, judges was Gigi Hadid. Oh, and she's like the falafel queen in yeah. New York, right? Well, yeah, well, yeah and she's exactly. supermodel too. Got, that's got to be one of the Princess, most famous uh, judges on the show. Yeah, gotta be. Uh, so, see, way to represent Max, and think you you should come to Bourbon and Bacon because you could have Max's food. Yeah, think about that, folks. Think about that. That's why a good go- crowd last night. It was great. It was. My great. guys ended up winning the uh, trip to uh, Buffalo Trace. Nico Vlahos. Yeah, I love Nico it. and the boys. Uh huh. Bambridge Brothers were there. Oh yeah, Rosie Cracklin. Rosie was there. Do the Bambridge Brothers not drink whiskey. It's kind of like surprising. No, they're they're dead vodka guys, man. man wow. They're one hundred percent vodka. Like it's weird to see Rudy Bambich, who is 
375 of his pound. Yeah, and he's walking around with a glass of wine. Not yeah. you know, and I love wine. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, I don't know. It just don't judge a book by its cover. I would have thought that the Babbage boys like whiskey, but he had, they don't. He, he had a bourbon and coke. Oh, he did. So what he did? She was being a little rough back there, and she wouldn't pour him something. He said, "All right, well, we're going to do this there. Give me a wine glass." He took his two bourbons. He poured the bourbon in there, right? And he had a Coke from somewhere. He poured the Coke. He goes, now you just got to add ice. I thought it was a red yeah. wine. He no. was yeah, in a wine glass. He combined all the That's VIP amazing. bourbons. That is amazing. He said he stole the shot from you and drank a shot. He yeah, tried he to steal one from Sylvie. Yeah, he did. That's so, Sylvie was very wary. He must have been taken advantage by the two brothers before. I appreciate those guys coming out, not even being bourbon drinkers, yeah. but supporting the cause and spending money. Yeah. So thanks, guys. UPS Joe's in Elmwood Park. Joey, what Joe! up, buddy? What's up, handsome? What's up, Carm? How are you, buddy? Wait, oh, he's handsome? Jeez. Oh, he's I thought got you eyes. Talking. My God. The man's got vision. The original Johnny Handsome. Give me a, come on. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be really brief like I always am. This uh, playoff baseball is just phenomenal. I mean, regardless if you got a team in it, it's just, it's just great stuff, guys. I've enjoyed it. Um, and just like I brief you, this weekend, uh, John F. Kennedy Cup is up for grabs. It's the national championship of sailing for college. Ooh, where are we at? Um, it's where are we at? Somewhere in Rhode Island, Island, I'm guessing, we're, right? We're, no, no, we're in the Chesapeake Bay, the okay. Naval Academy. That makes sense. All right. We are, uh, we're, we, URI, the Rams, that's our school. We are currently ranked number one. We were the runner-up last year to uh, the Coast Guard. So this is my son's last year, and we're hoping to bring it home. All the best to him. Let Good us know luck. how it goes, Joe. Good luck. Okay? I like I'll, fill you, I'll fill you guys in next week, and also next week the Super Sat starts getting stuck, Yo, boys. So I'll, talk, I'll talk to you next week. Dude, Joey. Yes, Joe, I, I like the cut of your son's jib. I like the cut of his yeah. Super Sat. There we go. I got to be honest with you. Easy. Well, I'm just telling you, we Joe brought, gave us some of his Super Sat. Well, yeah, fantastic. last year we destroyed it. After, oh, I saw him at uh, Taste of Elmwood Park, and he gave us some. It was phenomenal. Yeah, and his son's on the, the sailing team. Go figure, at Rhode Island. How about it? So they got a big event this weekend, and we wish them all the best. Yurko's Keys, speaking of a big event, are coming up in about 15 minutes. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie just over an hour from now. The guys are out with Miller Lite for a football Friday at Shoeless Joe's in Addison. So go see him. And if you want to ring us up, talk Bears, NFL, baseball. I think the playoffs have been great, too. I really do. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Kermit and Yurko back in two minutes.